What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. The morning after has begun. Fantasy, sports, radio, and television network. I'm Gable Morenzi. Throw it down. Midtown Manhattan, the Studio 34. A lot of stuff to get to uh, this morning. Um, a lot of stuff. Controversy in the overnight hours last night. Joe Ranieri is in uh, Florida. Ben Kercheval is going to step up and in and join us. CBS Sports. Ben Kercheval, he covers the Alliance League. Or at least uh, he'll be covering the Alliance League for uh, another day or two. And uh, there'll be a couple of more stories to write. And uh, then uh, it'll be the funeral. Right now, like, you know, right now we're preparing for the funeral of the Alliance League. But, you know, you know it's just the start of uh, of a long uh, story. And there'll probably be another uh, 30 for 30 like there was about the XFL. Yeah, the brief history of the Alliance League. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart on the radar this morning. We'll talk uh, some, we'll get some golf picks uh, from Cam. Maybe some uh, barbecue tips, cooking tips, and uh, hockey uh, tips. And uh, everything else in between. What's going on, Joe? What is happening, Gabe? Oh, you really enjoyed that uh, that Lipscomb, Wichita State. The Shockers kind of disappointed me last night. Yeah, you know, um, they, they had a seven-point lead. Yeah. With uh, three minutes left, and they didn't score another basket. Oh. We ended up splitting because we were on Texas uh, last night. I tell you, everybody was on TCU, and I was concerned after uh, we bit it uh, with the Shockers. But uh, NIT basketball uh, last night at MSG, they're down to the final now on Thursday night. Lipscomb and um, and the Texas Longhorns will be playing. You know, last you talked night, me uh, into hedging, by the way. So thank you very much. I didn't even have to watch the game. It was, uh, it would have been very frustrating if I didn't. That's for sure. Like last night, the um, the Shockers, they were they were cruising, Joe. And it's it's crazy yeah. too because they had a seven point lead. They took over. They were the better team in the second half. And yep. they uh, the center and the point guard got into a fight. Yes. For one reason <laughs> or another. Yep. You figure after you played about 42 games this year, you're the semifinal <laughs> of the NIT, you have mm-hmm. this stuff worked out. But uh, nevertheless, the point guard didn't get the center of the ball. They went to a TV timeout after, and they nearly got into a fist fight, and they never scored mm-hmm. another point for the rest of the game. Ouch. The cold world. All right, morning after continues. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed 
Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com mm. Alright, morning after has begun Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network Sports Byline iHeart Radio's Studio 34, I am Gabriel Moranzi in New York. Joe Ranieri is in Florida. A lot of stuff to get to uh, this morning. And as I mentioned off the top of the program, a late-night controversy uh, last night. And um, I know this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people, but uh, Conor McGregor was tweeting in the middle of the night uh, last night uh, once again. This guy tweets in the late-night hours more than I do. Um now, listen, I thought he retired, and uh, since he retired last week, he's, I don't know, he's posting training videos, but, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, oh, yeah, he posted a, a tweet and a video about how um, he's expanded the whiskey business into the, uh, the wine business as well, but I think that was an April Fool's uh, joke for one reason or another. And then uh, last night, he decided to raise it up uh, a notch. In fact, I don't know, like, um, we should actually get this up, actually. I don't know. I'll send I'll send it over to you, uh, Joe. Yeah, so you, please you, do. So you can get the context uh, of it. In which, now listen, Conor McGregor, Con, Conor McGregor has, uh, and I'll tweet it to you. I won't even DM. I'll just tweet it out there so everybody can see it. If you want to see it, it's uh, it's on my Twitter, twitter.com, at SportsRage is my, uh, my Twitter. So I just tweeted it to you. I just click the link, uh, Joe. You'll yep. get the picture up. Now, listen, he crossed the line before in the past, and I don't want to say that I was the only one that called him out for it, but I pretty was. Like, he's made me uncomfortable a long time ago with with a, a few of his comments, specifically during the Floyd Mayweather buildup. You know, there was some pretty flat-out racist stuff that he got a pass for, and it was all in the name of, ooh, selling a fight. Isn't it entertaining? And even the initial reaction to this latest tweet of his is, oh, Connor's really trying to get a second fight, as opposed to take a step back and realize what, like, so basically, uh, Connor McGregor, of course, got absolutely destroyed and murdered uh, by Khabib uh, in the fight. And Connor called him a terrorist and uh, and his manager a terrorist and insulted his father, the country. He did his whole classless type thing. That's how he ooh, he sells a fight um, by getting xenophobic and racist. So this that's that's been Connor's ammo. Except we all remember Khabib like kicked the crap out of him, and when he was cracking his face open, Connor basically cried and was caught on Mike during the fight saying, it's just a business, man. Take it easy. It's just a business. Like, because uh, Khabib said, you're not talking anymore, as he was destroying him. Um, so this is the same man that admitted, you know, you see, that's a lot in common with Alex Jones, actually. Like, they're all talking. They're very cowardly when it gets right down to it. So Connor, you know, retires. No one really even wants to see a rematch. Khabib will kill him again. The UFC doesn't want to see a rematch because they know that once this fight happens again, the mystique of Connor is dead, and it's hard to run your mouth when you get beat up every time you go into the cage. So I don't know what the hell Connor's thinking last night, and do you have the picture now? 
Yeah, so let me get tweets, it up here. He tweets out Khabib, who we should note, this guy's hardcore, Joe. Like, I I don't know how, like if you know about Khabib how much, but this guy thinks it, it's a disgrace that rap music is legal in Dagestan, all right? Mm-hmm. He thinks, like, everybody is, like, a Western sort of um, decadent. Like, he hates drugs, alcohol, music. Like, he's, like, you know, the guy's a step above Sharia type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, It comes from, like, a war-torn country. Like, he's seen his friends die in the streets. He's like, friends with the... warlords. Yeah, exactly. It's like... No, literally. He's literally friends with, like, the, the, the warlord out there. Like, this guy had lunch with Putin and stuff, okay? Like, he's a heavy hitter. His family is rich. He's rich. He doesn't need to be fighting for money, Khabib. I mean, look, he's wrestled a bear. We'll get the video up. As a Mm -hmm. kid, he used to fight bears. And he's very hardcore um, into religion. And Conor McGregor says, uh, your wife is a towel. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, like... Uh, Let's see if I can get the screen grab on this thing here. Oh, there it is. Yeah, now we should note, even Conor McGregor, Joe, realized, oh, crap. And he deleted it. <laughs> he deleted it. Yeah, 10 it. minutes later. Yeah, look yeah, at that. But it was too late. Once it's out there, it's out there. Wow. Look at that, man. Now, Oof. all right. You know what? I'm not even going to say anything about the picture. I get it. But... It's not a it's not a Saturday Night Live bit. We're talking about a religion with 1.5 billion people, right? And customs are customs. So it's sort of like it's a line way, 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 way past. Like bringing people's wives up and stuff. It's it started to happen with Chael Sonnen in the UFC about you know seven, five seven years ago. It used mm-hmm. to be they used to be men and was t- you know they didn't even talk. They just beat the crap out of each other. Now it's yeah, 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 yeah. Now your girlfriend takes steroids. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like your girlfriend has fake breasts. It's like it's just like so high school petty type of crap. But like to me, like Connor, like it's amazing. Like to me, this is the type of thing that I'd have seriously concerns about if I invested in his whiskey company. Like you can't be a raving racist and be a businessman, but I guess you can in today's day and age. And that's the disappointment mm-hmm. in this. It's more, oh, look at the smack talk as opposed to, whoa, this guy just insulted nearly 2 billion people and crossed a crazy line. And not to mention, Joe, you saw Khabib jump out of the cage after the fight. The dude's nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, Connor, like, you know, pissed off the Irish mob before and supposedly had to pay them off not to get killed. Um, like, I, I, I'm throwing it out there for real. Like, Khabib is the type of guy, he might look at this like uh, like an honor thing and think, I don't even care if I go to jail. Like, I, I'm telling you. And, like, anyone needs to know, look up Khabib's manager, bro. Look up. He's Khabib. also got a he's got a follow up here too, Gabe. That just uh, that just came out too. This is what he sent to uh, Khabib after he erased this. Yeah, no, no. Oh. You know what it was? He actually, it's funny who's calling the little rat. Yeah, right. You can now get this, Joe. That was part of the original tweet with really? the picture. Yes. So the towel tweet has been deleted, he deleted, but he kept this. He took the picture out and the towel cracked, but he left ah. that part. Look at that. Which is kind of cowardly. If you're going to put it out there, own it, right? Wow. Like, so you left is, the rematch part, but you took the you took the towel part out. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 over the top. And like I said, we've seen this before already. Where the uh, Khabib and these guys, Khabib and these guys, like <laughs> you know, the history of his manager is pretty like uh, pretty hardcore. Yeah. I don't even want to get into it. Like, the thing is, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, the internet always wins. Twitter man. wins, really Joe. Does. Yeah, yeah. Twitter wins. You're right. <laughs> like, and the thing is, Connor, Connor thinks he's Johnny Cool, right? Yeah. But look at the tweets. Like, the tweets are great. He's losing. Like, he's losing the tweets. Like, people are laughing at him. Yep. They're like, how's the coke tonight, Connor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are like, retired though. Yeah, people are like, how's the blow? People are like, LOL, you want to get murdered? Like, look, it's like, 
Like Connor, and it must drive him crazy because Connor thinks he's the ultimate alpha male. Exactly. Yeah, he's the one getting trawled big time here by everybody. Look <laughs> 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 I can't. It's like, that's the thing, though. It's like, dude, like, Connor, you were nearly crying in the first fight. Yeah. Like, look, like, you know, be yeah. careful. Like, keep scrolling. We're going to get uh, shot and sued for that, actually. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah, yeah, keep scrolling there past that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, is that his fa- Is that the whole family right there? That I think that's the whole family. No, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> that's basically. It's the Khabib fans. They all look like them. Um, <laughs> Connor has a death wish. <laughs> like that's all I'm saying. Like, wow. I'm just I'm telling you right now. Like, you forget about rap wars and stuff. Like yeah. Connor, like dude, you might end up like in the Hudson type thing. Like I'm telling you, like it's you, you, this might be past MMA and ooh the UFC smack talk. Damn. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 485 6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Dedicated to Conor McGregor. Should I stay or should I go into hiding? (laughs) Should I stay and delete? Unreal. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, that's uh, just one of his problems, actually. For never, never mind the uh, the sexual assault investigation that's going on in Ireland. Uh, the uh, the various lawsuits. And we should note too um, that um, Khabib's manager actually did respond. And if you just look up Khabib's manager, there's some crazy stories about this guy. Um, and he basically called. He said, "You crossed the line." 
He said, you crossed the line. You've offended an entire religion. And um, mm. and he said, uh, and you're a bitch and a rapist. Oof. So, like, uh, it's like, uh, what, the, what, what did Rob Burgundy say? What, this escalated? Uh, Oof, uh, Scott Escalator, uh, hurry. Yeah, these guys, listen, it's real. I'm not going to dispute it. I don't think it's like they're just trying to sell something. But Connor just needs to shut up. Like, you got killed. You lost. Like you got murdered. Like, go beat someone else, come back, and and whatever, get serious about it. But you're retiring, you're not, you're back, you're tweeting. It's like, this guy's behavior is pretty freaking erratic. And, um, you know, the thing is, being called a rapist normally would be the type of thing that, like, if somebody called me a rapist, like, you would, you would sue them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's slander, and, and you know, it's you, you sue somebody. Yet... You can't sue somebody if you know it's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying it is. I'm just stating that it's funny. Like, seems to me that's the type of thing to be like, oh, I'm suing you for this. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that, here we go. Pretty much. That's pretty much the fight. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what's going to happen. Round two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it happened to me once where a, a professional athlete, I got a call from a from a team. And um, they were freaking out. They're like, uh, just for the record, we're calling to inform you that um, this player is going to sue you. Mm. And he's probably going to sue you. And I was like, oh, crap. And it was like Saturday morning, bro. It was like 730 in the morning. I'm just thinking, how do you guys even have my number? <laughs> like, that's yeah. the first thing I thought. Yeah. Like, how do this professional sports team get my random, like, cell phone burner number? I was like, man, these guys are powerful. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, that's as they were talking to me. That's I was going through my head. I'm like, how the hell did they like track me down? So <laughs> they're telling me about, um, oh yeah, you know, you, you you upset them, and it's the last time, and you know, you that's it. You're being sued for libel and slander. Mm. And I was like, oh god, this this sucks. And I wasn't in a panic. I was like, yeah, whatever. And but um, you know, I actually I know some attorneys, so. Um, I, right away, I called somebody. And I said, listen, I said, these guys just threatened to sue me. And so I kind of got a problem here, don't I? And uh, he goes, no, you don't have a problem. <laughs> because yeah. it's a hard thing to prove. He, he said, for you to get sued uh, for slander, you know, they would need to prove that he didn't do what you said. <laughs> yes, yes. And basically, he said he would have to swear on a Bible that he didn't do it. <laughs> And and he goes, there's no way in hell he's doing that. (laughs) And and he goes, I wouldn't push it, but he goes, don't worry. He goes, you ain't, he goes, he ain't suing nobody. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing. Like, you know, whenever people like, remember Trump did that with the 17 women that accused him of like uh, groping and stuff. Yep. I'm going to sue every one of you. I'm going to sue every one of you. He never did. Right. Uh, Alan Dershowitz right now, the big time attorney. He's accused of some pretty crazy stuff, and um, he's threatened to sue like every day, but he doesn't. It's like they, they, people think the threat will shut people up, yet if you sue somebody, you have to go to court, and then you you um, can be deposed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Suddenly you're getting, like you can be asked, well, Mr. Morenci, did you say this about this person? Yes, I did, and they play the tape. And then, basically, you get to cross-examine then. And then you can say, well, Mr. X, is, is did you ever do this? And he does. he's not going to lie under oath about this. So, and, and he'll never get there. So, the slander stuff is, is pretty, you know what I mean? You have to, like, when you see somebody that's suing for real, you can sort of believe it. Like, that they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. So, what I'm saying is... We'll see if Conor McGregor, like, sues somebody for being called a rapist. That's the type of thing mm-hmm. I would sue somebody for. You also have that going on with Lenny Dykstra right now, who's threatening to sue Ron Darling for writing in the book that he was hurling uh, yes. racial epithets at uh, at Oil Can Boyd, which apparently nobody else heard except for Ron Darling. So, And he's, he's threatening to sue Ron Darling every three seconds here, man. That, uh, But, again, real hard thing to do. And if you're Lenny Dykstra, the last thing you want to do is go to a court again. Well, that's a very good point, an excellent segue, uh, Mr. Ranieri. And that's a very good point. Lenny Dykstra is not the most believable person. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? Right. <laughs> and I'm just saying from, you know, a, a sense of, you know, people would think, yeah, 
Like when you see this story, you would think, yeah, yeah, it, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. Right. Yet, as you stated, not one other person is attesting to this. Yeah. So basically, it's amazing that the New York Mets are four and one right now. Great start to the season for the Mets. Great start for the year for the Mets, but somehow they have drama and controversy. <laughs> Yet, hey, God bless the 86 Mets, man. And mm-hmm. I'm old enough to remember when the Mets were the team in New York. Yeah, the Mets were here. Daryl Strawberry, Gary Carter, Keith Hernandez, Doc mm-hmm. Gooden, Davey Judd. You go down the list, Lenny Dykstra. You go down the list. They were the, the kingpins of the tabloids. They were like the good team. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the argument. Doc Gooden. Roger Clemens, you know, like uh, like in doing the right thing. So yep. it's nice to see the the Mets are back. And a fundamental organization, I actually love this, Joe, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We're 4-1. and one. Dude, Michael Kay does the Yankee games. He's talking Met baseball. Yep. He's got New York Met guys on. He's the Yankee guy even. <laughs> and even he's talking about the Mets. If I'm the Mets, I'm like, this is great. Keep on arguing in public, guys, because it's Absolutely. not even us. It's like, I don't know, it has nothing to do with us. It's those yep. guys. But it has the Met name in the news. So, yeah, um, Ron Darling has a book coming out, and some excerpts have been released already. And uh, a lot of people are unhappy with Ron Darling. And, you know, the, the name of the book is 108 Stitches, which I think he might end up with at this point, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think Lenny Dykstra is going to sue him for real. Ah, uh, you know. I hope he does, but he probably won't. But again, you're hitting the low hanging fruit here, Ron. You know, Darling is basically putting that in the book. And it's amazing that you released that excerpt from the book. You want to sell books, but, you know, you know, in all likelihood, Dykstra is not going to take you to a court of law. And then he's already doing the whole, well, I heard what I heard. Uh, Well, that's the thing. Yeah, of course you did. (laughs) That's, That's a good point, though, in the sense that even if it's not true. Mm hmm. Even if it's not true, and I'm not a lawyer, but you know I should be one. Even if it's not true, man, you could rip Dykstra apart on the stand. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You'd have them. You'd find out about other things. Like exactly. Like you know, it would yep. start out and it would just go downhill. Yeah. Be like, dude, like this is the, didn't you threaten an Uber driver with a terrorist attack and put a gun to his head or something last yeah. month? Like. Yep. Like, and you yeah. want like. You have a long list of things. Yep. Are you involved in like a stolen car ring in L.A.? Mm-hmm. We're yep. going to believe you. And I'm not saying this. I, I I got no beef with Dykstra. I'm just stating like, you know, things get ugly in courtrooms. But what I don't understand is, and Daryl Strawberry brought this up yesterday, and I think it was on the K show, but Strawberry brought it up and he goes, I don't understand you, Ron. And he goes, I don't understand. He goes, your life is good. Yeah. He goes, you've got a good thing going. You know, you've got, you know, your life is great. And he said, you know, Lenny's is not. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking more as teammates and friends. He was pissed. Like he's like, you know, Lenny is down. Mm. And he goes, why are you piling on this guy? And yeah. secondly, it's not true. Like Daryl Strawberry, like swears. He says, it's not true. He said, Strawberry said, I was on the on deck circle. I was in the mm. dugout. Mm-hmm. He said it's not true. And yeah. you got to believe, too. I get that it was a different era then. But still, you're telling me that not one Red Sox player, like, you don't think the catcher would have got up and punched someone in the face, punched Dykstra, would have started a brawl? If anybody knew, Dy- I mean, Strawberry came up with Dykstra in the minor leagues. Those guys were very tight. They were close friends. They came up together. And oh, by the way, the, even in 1986, they still had microphones that were catching everything behind home plate. You're going to tell me he was ripping racial epithets, throwing an oil can on deck, and nobody hurt, like the mics didn't pick it up? This is worse I, than the, the Joe uh, Biden five years later. This yeah. is 30 years later. <laughs> yeah. I, I can assure you technology was still uh, aware yeah. of uh, what was being said in the on-deck circle. And you're right, but, the catcher, no, I, nothing, huh? Didn't get nothing from him? Yeah, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, 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 it, even though it's Boston, they still would have protected him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It wouldn't exactly. have happened. Like, it wouldn't, it, yeah. it just, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. In which Darling says that he was saying things that uh, that were worse than what Jackie Robinson must have heard. Yeah. And how come Oil, Oil Can Boyd, bro? Oil Can Boyd is on the Expos. I know Oil Can Boyd. Oil Cam Boyd isn't the type of guy to stay silent either, Joe. 
Right, He exactly. wasn't the type of guy that would, oh, I'm just going to not say anything. He was a pretty flamboyant, outspoken person. Yeah, and he just stuck it right in his chin, too, if that him. was the case. Yeah, exactly. You would have blunked him. Yeah, he would have said, exactly. what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How you like me now? It did. I, I Listen, it's hard for us to say we're not there. We weren't on the Mets. I can't believe it happened. I don't believe, like, how is it that only Ron Darling remembers this? And not one and other person remembers this. You're talking the 86 Mets that have been chronicled, documented, a million documentaries, a billion books, and never once in these 30-some-odd years has anybody ever said, you know, that Lenny Dykstra's a racist? Like, it's never even come up ever except for Ron Darling right now, and he's got a book. Daryl Strawberry had a good point. Is to Darling does have a good thing going. He's got a good life. Yeah. He does a great job. I'm a big fan of Ron Darling's baseball um, analysis, but now he's got a book. This isn't a good look for him. Nope. It really isn't. Like it's like why? Why why are you doing this? DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Morning after continues fantasy sports radio television network. I'm Gabriel Morenci. Uh, Conor McGregor has actually just tweeted a couple of minutes ago again. Um, this time he tweets a picture of uh, a couple of Khabib and uh, two of his buddies, both of uh, who have uh, tested positive for steroids uh, before. Oh, yeah. So, you know, look, Dagestani uh, fighters are cheaters and. I know, we're talking about it being a bad look uh, for, for Ron Darling. It's a bad look, Connor. Like, you got beat up, you lost, you're crying, you're retiring, you're not, you're trying to sell booze. Like, dude, like, you're getting you're getting mocked on Twitter by, like, you know, everyone's winning the battle. <laughs> like, 
Everyone's got like, you know, everyone's one liner is beating you right now. I think Connor needs to step back uh, from from Twitter for a couple of days. That'd be my advice to him. <laughs> well, you know, a few more of these won't hurt. Give us a little more material for uh, tomorrow. But yeah, you know what he's doing? Like now he's trying to change. This is trying to change the uh, the narrative, the subject. He's trying to get some more out here now. So people talk, oh, the steroid stuff. And oh, Khabib's on steroids. As opposed to saying, hey, what about that uh, pretty racist towel tweet you uh, did last night? Wow, that's crazy. He's a loser. Like, I hate to yeah. say it, but it's just. Yeah. I honestly, I don't. I've said this before, guys. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And I've been saying this for years now. And remember, I was in anti Connor before. You know what I mean? I you know, I thought he was overhyped. I saw what the UFC were doing to hand, you know, to sort of, you know, guide him to where they wanted him to get to. But, I, you know, when Connor came out, I was like, um, I remember Dana White said, he said, uh, you can't go into a sports bar in Boston without seeing a poster of Conor McGregor. This is sort of like when Conor McGregor was just in the UFC. And I remember saying at the time, Joe, yeah, because you guys sent the posters to the sports bars. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, mm-hmm. nobody ever heard of them before, but they built this, like they created this star and they put a lot of money behind it and promoting him, but he backed it up. And listen, I've seen it firsthand. You know, I've been in Vegas and there's, you know, thousands and thousands of Conor McGregor fans rolling in. You know, I saw it in Toronto, in which there was like 30,000 people at a press conference. Like, his star power really cannot be denied. Uh, you know, his star power cannot be denied, but the, um, the to where we're at now, from him being a fighter on welfare, as he used to talk about, and he was broke and he's on welfare, to his just over-the-top douchery right now, you know, I don't see how anyone could remain a fan of his. And I've been telling you guys this for years. I ask people, like, legitimately, like, how, what do you like about this guy? Well, he, you know, he's brash or whatever. Like, a lot of people are brash. The guy's a loser. Like, really? Like, what, what? You like his racism, his xenophobia? You like the fact that he runs his mouth and then loses and then, you know, says, admits when he's getting beaten up, well, it's just a business, man. Just a business. And then after the fight, he's back to his, screw you, you rat. It's like, dude, it gets old, man. Like he's just—he's less annoying than Notre Dame's mascot is. <laughs> like he's—he's he's basically the Lucky Charms guy now. It's like, dude, like screw off, bro. Yeah, I mean, no one also, cares anymore, Connor. Go he's, sell he's your crap ass whiskey to your f- nut boys, your fan he's boys. Also, the uh, the I'd only villain. Drink cough syrup. He's the only villain in the sport, which makes him extremely valuable because, like you said, love him or hate him. Um, that's good for business, certainly good for the UFC. The more people hate him, the better off it is uh, for the UFC. Dana White's got a lot. Every time he types and, and tweets, you keep uh, maybe being anymore, the villain. Joe. Not anymore. Congratulations. It, he's at the end. Well, it doesn't build anything up. Dana White knows. He's just watching. Dana White knows. He's just watching Conor McGregor's. He's just watching him deteriorate in front of his eyes. Yeah, but you and I know it ain't going to be Khabib, but he'll step in the ring in another year. He keeps this up. It's another monster yeah, payday. Him, him insulting people doesn't change anything. It doesn't make it light. You don't. You're not endeared to him. But Conor McGregor, diehards, he could he could go out and kill somebody. It wouldn't make a difference. They're still going to cheer him on. So uh, it's the other people that were on the fence are going oh, now. He's, he's still a, a draw. Yeah, no, without oh, a doubt. I'm not I'm not disputing absolutely. that that he's still a drop, but at this point, he doesn't help him. Like it doesn't what help. What other villains fights. does the UFC have though? Like what it's another one of these sports where Ronda Rousey was okay, she's gone. Like who's the who's the villain in all of this? Well, the thing is, it's not the WWE. Right? Like yeah. they don't need they're what? not supposed to, it's supposed to be a sport. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna disagree that they don't really look at it like that, but well, boxing looked at it like that for a year. There was always somebody you loved and somebody you hated, and you wanted to see them kill each other. I mean, the premise is still the same. Yeah, but it they has just... to happen organically. Like, you know, there's there's fighters that don't like each other, and there's competition. But the UFC right now is basically a, a bad version of a wrestling league, Joe. You know what I mean? Like a wrestling league with no boundaries type thing of, like, Right, right. I hate right. to say it. it's like a racist WWE. <laughs> it is. 
Uh, it generally is. They're homophobic, yeah. like right. F, yeah. The F word and homophobic slurs are commonplace in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, racist sort of undertones and dog whistle stuff is totally acceptable. Right. It is. Like, you'll notice, dude, there's not a lot of black UFC fans. No. No. Like, why is there's that? There's more women fans than there are. Oh, there's a lot There's a lot of women fans, yep. yeah. You know, yep. you know, women like to watch men fight, and the dudes are in shape and stuff. But, like, the UFC, you know, like, you know, like a good example is, like, Rampage Jackson before, all right? Mm-hmm. Rampage Jackson did the A-Team movie. Great get, you're Mr. T, you figure the UFC would be happy, right? Right. Dana White at the time said, I don't know, maybe we should just release him. He's not even focused on fighting. He's more busy, more busy, uh, you know, being in the A-team. The A-team shooting, bro. We're not talking Shakespeare here, bro. <laughs> he was Mr. T in the A-team. It took like 14 days. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He was in Vancouver for like 12 days or something. Like, you know, it was a little promo tour, and that was that. You know, George St. Pierre, Ronda Rousey, everybody else. Hey, great. Go on Dancing with the Stars. Do this. Do that. Like, there, a lot of black fighters have said there's there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on with this company here. Yeah. So, they don't have the best reputation, you know? Well, look, it's like a lot of black champion boxers state that the UFC is for white guys that can't box. Right. Right? Like, they, you know. Sort of like the uh, the NFL is for guys that uh, aren't good enough to, to be in the NBA now. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, I hate to say it, but it's true. If you ask and most NFL players, if you know, like ask, you know, even Odell Beckham, would you rather be where you are right now or would you would you like be like LeBron or in the Miami Heat? You'd be in the NBA. Not dealing right. with Gettleman and these coaches and guaranteed money and you smoke weed all year. It's not even like, it's not even a con- comparison anymore. J.J. Reddick makes more money than Tom Brady, guys. That's all I need to tell you. Tristan Thompson makes the same amount of money as Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is there a debate? Like, is there is there a debate amongst anybody? But, I don't know. It seems so, like, and uh, it starts sort of politically, but we're pretty desensitized. Like, people say it's a politically correct era we're in now, but it seems to me that it's like, and I'm not a politically correct person, but I'm also not racist. So it seems like it's racist that sort of, wow, you can't even say this anymore. Right? Like, look at the congressman from uh, from Iowa. Since mm. when did the term white supremacy become offensive? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, since Hitler, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, like, since slavery? Like, it seems like there's a pushback now. Uh, well, whatever, you know what, you know, screw the Muslim and she is wearing a towel like that's, you know, I'm already seeing the debate. Mm. Like I'm already seeing the debate of people saying instead of saying, oh, Connor's offensive. People are saying, well, I think it's offensive. They make women cover their face. Right. That's what it turns into. So for, I don't know, it seems like we're de- just desensitized to racism, and xenophobia now. Oh, the league certainly doesn't do. I mean, Dana White doesn't. Uh, it's not like he's trying to cleanse. Uh, the league here at all in any way, shape, or form. It's it look the other way. It's what baseball did it with steroids. Dana White's doing it well, with like the you UFC. Said, he wants to sell fights, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, you want to sell tickets. You know, we've been doing this since the beginning of time. It's like, all right, you guys be you. I know it sucks, but that's all right. We'll look the other way because the the crazier you are, the better it is for business. Yeah, yeah, and. Controversy Which sells. is why the Bryce Harper thing is so good to see game five of the season. There wasn't an empty seat in that place last night. I mean, literally, those fans don't like each other now. So now you got a rivalry for years to come in Major League Baseball that we didn't have before between the Phillies and the Nationals. Teams that are not going anywhere, they're going to be competing every year. That's good for the sport. Um, yeah, it was a bad night for the Nationals. They lose the game. Harper hits a home run, and uh, and Turner gets hurt. Uh, yeah. As well. So we're saying controversy does sell. And this is why, you know, Ron Darling looks to stir the pot a little bit. It yeah. seems like the Lenny Dykstra stuff is the most salacious stuff. Other than yeah. that, it's not, you know, there's not really too much. There's a funny anecdote about Gary, uh, Gary Carter, though. Mm. And I'm a big Gary Carter fan, being an expo uh, guy. Um, I've met Gary Carter on many occasions. I went to the Gary Carter baseball camp when I was a kid. 
Mm-hmm. And for like an all-star, Carter was like a good guy. Like he, yeah, he cared about his public image a lot. And a lot of teammates thought he was kind of sort of tacky and a showboat, like sort of, like basically like, you know, he was the only one like in the, in the late 70s, early 80s for like an endorsement deal on the Expos. Yeah. It was like, uh, was seven up. And I guess he gave a bunch of cases of, to seven up to everyone on the team at their locker. People are like, what's he doing? He's showing off. Like, what the hell do I want a case of seven up for? Like, you have a professional baseball player. You know what I mean? But no, Gary was just trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, guys, I got free seven up for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. he was kind of hokey, but, you know, he was a hell of a player, a hell of a competitor, and one of the best catchers of all time. Like, by bar none. Like, so. One of the greatest guys, too. The year he died, he was a coach down here in South Florida for Palm Beach Atlantic. He was a baseball coach, and this is when he found out that the brain tumor had come back. But you want to talk about one of the nicest. This guy would have given even. He knew he was dying, and he was still going out of his way to do things for the community, the kids, oh, he the really school. Cared, yeah. I mean, you could not have gotten a better guy um, than that, than Gary Carter. He was truly, truly a man's man. You know what it was? It was his teammates thought it was fake. Yes. They were like, ah, oh, he just puts on his act. He's always got to be Mr. Perfect. Well, he, he made the most money after, on that team, like, didn't no, he? That's really Wasn't he him. the highest paid guy on that team at that time, I think, right? Didn't he, he get a one of the highest paid of... players in the league, actually. Le- yeah, exactly. It was yeah. That's when they traded him in 1984. Right. Because he wanted a million dollars. And there wasn't any million-dollar players, essentially. You know, there might have been one or two, but essentially it was, like, groundbreaking. And the owner of the Expos, Charles Bronfman, who owns Seagram's Whiskey, ironically enough, said, I'm out. He goes, if we're going to start paying players over a million dollars a year, I'm I'm not doing this. And he stole Mm -hmm. the team. And he goes, sorry, Gary, we love you, but I can't pay a million dollars. Traded to the Mets, ends up winning the World Series. So Ron Darling um, says, I tell you this story in admiration. Said, uh, darling, I was heading into the ballpark one day and I noticed Carter's kids were sitting on uh, Gary's car in the parking lot. They were sitting there with like thousands of all-star ballots. Mm. I said, hey, what's going on? They told me that their dad had paid them to punch his name on each one of these ballots. (laughs) (laughs) And Ron Darling says, here's Gary Carter, one of the best catchers ever in baseball, leaving nothing to chance. That's it. But, Why not? You know what? I love that, Joe. Like, the competitiveness. Like, Gary Carter was the type of guy, you know he'd put a fist through a wall over ping pong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he was a nice guy, but he was a competitor. <laughs> like, yep. He told his kids, I'll pay you. Punch my name in the old school ballot there. Leave nothing to chance. Yeah. Gary Carter, the best of all time. Leaving nothing <laughs> to chance. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is one 888 If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't know if we can confirm this, but uh, New York Jets actually have a uh, new uniform launch. I believe it's coming on uh, on Thursday. So I don't I don't know if this is true, if this uh, this was a leak uh, or not. I think that was anticipated. Um, I remember hearing something about it. It's black, I believe. In black and green here. And I'll, green, yeah. I've retweeted it here. I'll read. I just tweeted it out actually, so you can get Perfect. the shot up. I don't know. I don't want to like make people panic and oh, this is a new Jets uniform. We can't confirm. Yeah, no, it was coming. Yeah, it was anticipated and coming. They had actually um, had shown a couple of samples back in the day, uh, months back. So some people hated it because it was too much black. Some thought it was too much green. Yeah, but they see this this kid though that tweeted this only has four hundred thirteen followers. He's not yeah. he's not a media guy, but he tweeted yeah. this picture to Uni- UniWatch. See what we got. Uh, Uniwatch is a credible uniform source. This is the era we're in now. Uniform source. <laughs> credible uniform source. Um, <laughs> they look, I'll tell you right now, they look like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh, let's see. That's, that's, that's what they are. Did I, did, did I retweet it? I think I just uh, did. No, I hit it. it. You got it? I said, really, if it's true, they look like the only these riders. Get to your page there. Yeah, it's my uh, the. Uh, here, I can send it over to you. No, oh, I got it. There it is. All right. It's, yeah, the potential, the potential new New York mm-hmm. Jet uh, uniforms. They look like the Saskatchewan Rough Rider uniforms of like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Old school too. Uh, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's mostly black with a little uh, some green there on the side. So it's like those look com- like the old Jets. Look, uh, the- it doesn't look like an NFL jersey. It looks like Eastern Michigan. It looks like a college oh, team. It's like Marshall. taking the old <laughs> Eagles and like the newer and like the like mid '90s Jets and mushing it together. The question is: Is it better than what they have now? Probably. Yeah, I don't mind it. The New York Jets uniforms might be the worst. Like, that's a problem, bro. I hate to say it. We'll talk about this on the other side. 